Welcome to The Rentals, The Bottom Line, a podcast featuring conversations and interviews with people from around the rental industry, with a look at the challenges, questions, goals, and tips that business owners want to know about and have answered. Welcome back to another episode of Rentals, The Bottom Line. I'm Alexis Brom, editor of Rental. Recently, I spoke with Brant Cuckoo and Chapman Hancock from Ditchwitch. We dug into, and no pun intended here, the use of vacuum excavators for rental projects, as well as walk behind trenchers and stand on skid steers. Let's get to the bottom of that now. Welcome. First of all, can you guys introduce yourselves and share a little bit more about your backgrounds? Yeah, Alexis, thanks for having us today. We really appreciate your time and uh, letting us be on the podcast and speaking to your audience. My name is Chapman Hancock. I'm the product marketing manager for vacuum excavation at Ditchwich. Uh, I've been in the construction world for over 10 years in many different roles from contractor to uh, working for OEMs such as Ditchwich. Yep, and I'm Frank Cuckoo, uh, product manager for compact equipment for Ditchwich. Uh, cover stand on skid steers, walk behind trenchers, and uh, been with Ditchwitch for nine years now and uh, familiar with the compact equipment market. Awesome. Well, we're so happy to have you both. Um, we're going to start off getting into vacuum excavators for a second here. And this may be something that our audience is either not quite familiar with, maybe don't understand, or haven't even really considered before. So can you share a little bit more about what they are and how they're beneficial for rental business owners? Absolutely. Vacuum excavators is kind of a, not necessarily an emerging market, but as you said, not everyone is familiar with them. Uh, So vacuum excavators are typically a high pressure power washer paired with a vacuum system uh, to excavate. It's also called soft excavation. You're using high pressure water to excavate exposed utilities. Uh, but also they're very versatile. So when when you're talking specifically on the uh, rental business owners, they're very, they go into very diverse markets. So you can, homeowners will use them for cleaning purposes. You can clean flower beds, uh, take care of leaves. And then you also have the contractor side of the world as well, where uh, an HCD contractor may need a vac to dispose of the mud being used in the bore process. They may need to go pothole or expose utilities that they're paralleling or crossing during that bore. So they'll use vacuum excavators to go do that. Uh, it's a safe me- method. It's the best practice when that when it comes to that. Uh, and then just the other piece of vacuum excavators is they're very diverse, not only in the markets, but the sizing as well. So uh, as a business owner, you can choose what fits your market the best. And what I mean by that is there's different horsepower classes, which directly correlates to production, uh, but also tank sizes, the debris tank sizes. So anywhere from 500 gallons or actually 150 gallons and up, you can choose uh, what best fits your market. And uh, that also comes with a price point as well. So you're able to choose if this is the first time getting into the vacuum excavation side of your business, you can start out a little bit smaller, grow the business, get the market going, and then eventually step into some larger, more productive units. Right, right. That customization is key. Um, And as you know, ROI, it's a big consideration for business owners. How do vacuum excavators increase ROI? That is a great question. And that's one that we get all the time. Uh, 
you know, not only on the rental side, but also on the contractor side, but more specifically on the rental side, when you think about ROI and how we're utilizing these bags, if, if it's not being used, it's not making money, it's not bringing profit back. Mm-hmm. Vacuum excavators are almost maintenance free. There's daily maintenance um, that needs to be done, such as dump the debris tank, uh, check all the grease fittings, you know, and then you have your regular maintenance uh, filters, oil change, uh, the vacuum filter. So the maintenance side of things is fairly low. So vacuum excavators can stay on the job longer. They can stay out there. Um, They're not in the shop a lot at all. You can choose between gas engines or diesel engines, depending on um, the service manager at the store or the contractor or customer's preference. Now, how do vacuum excavators and traditional compact equipment kind of support each other on job sites? Uh, What are their individual roles? How do they work together? Things like that. Yeah, so a vacuum excavator really is a complimentary piece of equipment in some cases. It it is a standalone piece of equipment. It can go to a job and and perform that job by itself. However, it works really well with other equipment, uh, such as the mini skid steers or other uh, walk behind trenchers where, uh, for example, an existing residential area, we're putting in a uh, irrigation system. As we're putting in the irrigation system, Brent would be utilizing one of his walk behinds for the trenching. And then he comes to an area after we call 811, we see a gas lines mark. So we'll bring a vacuum excavator in there and we will expose the gas line, uh, kind of have a trench on both sides of it. So then Brent can go around to the other side and continue on. Uh, after we visibly see where that utility is in the yard. So that, that's one way. Um, but also what can also be done with the vac is while Brant is installing the main line of the irrigation system, the vacuum excavator can be at the house where the water is going to connect. You can excavate down by the house. You can imagine it's, it's called soft excavation. Uh, we're utilizing water. So we're able to get in tight spots and if we, um, you know, get up against the house a little bit or, or anything like that, it's, it's a lot easier to control that excavation than, than in some cases a trencher, you know, getting right up next to a house. So right. they, they can really perform work at the same time so that the job's being uh, more efficiently completed. Mm-hmm. So we've talked a little bit about how great these machines are for ROIs and um, also they're more maintenance free. But what can you tell me about the training process? Uh, training your employees is one thing, but what about the training of renters? Absolutely. There's a online training. So DitchWitch provides online training in most, if not all, of our equipment categories. Uh, so we can point customers or end users, such as a, a rental customer, to that for very brief training and in very detailed training, depending on how deep they want to go, starting out with the proper PPE for the job. What should mm-hmm. you wear, steel toe shoes, glasses, do you need hearing protection? Uh, and then getting into how you set up the machine, how do you get ready for the job, all the way to what we need to do to be more productive and how we want to do things. And uh, I know, Brent, there's also some stuff out there for you as well. Yeah. So Compact Equipment also has online training materials. Um, we have lots of dealers out there in the world that know the areas. Um, you can lean on the dealers, the Ditchwich dealer network. 
to learn more about our, our equipment and uh, their expertise in those areas uh, you know, are based on the soil conditions that they see every day. So mm -hmm. the ditch switch dealers are really our expertise when it comes to what types of uh, components you need to, to dig in the soils that you dig in every day. Yeah, Brent, that's, that's a good point. Um, you know, the, the ditchers dealers are, are a very good point to contact and reach out to if you're unfamiliar with an area. Uh, we all know soil, soil conditions can change from the same yard front to back or even side to side. So it's, it's important that you understand that. But also when we're talking to the rental industry, it's also important for us that the rental yards are also seen as the experts for our equipment since they are renting out ditchwich product. So rental yards can also reach out to the ditchwich dealers and the ditchwich dealers can help provide training uh, in addition to the online training for that rental yard so that they're also familiar with how the equipment is used what's needed to be done, and also they can be seen as the experts for ground conditions in their territory as well. What are some of the best practices for renting a walk-behind trencher or a stand-on skid steer, and how do vacuum excavators supplement these machines on job sites? I know you touched on it a little bit, but I want to hear more. Yeah, so the difference between a walk-behind trencher and a stand-on skid steer trencher is mainly horsepower. So depending on the job site that you're going to, uh, you would select one or the other. Um, if you're only going to trench and you're, you're a trenching contractor, you would go rent one of these walk-behind trenchers uh, for residential work and trench all of your lines. And then somebody else is going to come in and finish the job. Uh, you know, that machine is right for you. And the walk-behind trenchers are up to 30 horsepower that Ditchwitch offers. Um, if you're going to get into bigger job sites uh, where you're going to be the main contractor and you're going to be cutting the trench and you're going to be installing the product and you need to be able to re-landscape uh, those yards, you know, stand on skid steer will probably make sense for your, for your customer uh, because the stand on skid steer is more versatile than a, than a walk behind trencher. Stand on skid steer, you can install a trencher and then turn right around and, and put a different attachment on the front end, you know, a bucket or a backfill blade uh, mm -hmm. to be able to re landscape uh, after you cut those trenches or, or plow in that product. Um, stand on skid steer also opens up the plowing opportunities. So instead of opening the trench, you can plow in the product and pull the product in as you, as you plow. Um, so it, it depends on what job site you're going to and, and what kind of equipment you would, you would rent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and on the vacuum excavation side, you know, we spoke briefly about how they are a complementary piece of equipment in some cases. Right. And uh, one example, I've been on multiple job sites um, and performing the job where we were trying to tie into an existing water line for an irrigation system and we didn't know where the water was coming into the property. Uh, so instead of using a shovel to try to excavate this, uh, we were using a vacuum excavator and we had to, um, we exposed about a seven or eight foot long trench, you know, only two or three inches wide, three or four feet deep, just to try to find the water line. And while, while we were doing this, another person on the site was utilizing the uh, trencher. So they were, they were going ahead and you know, basically installing the irrigation system 
as we were trying to find the water we were going to connect to. So that that was one example. Uh, and then another one, there, there are utilities out there where either they're unmarkable due to they're just that old where tracer wire wasn't used. Um, they were put in as a private utility such as a sewer lateral and there wasn't tracer wire on there either. Um, so in those cases, if you have an idea of where the sewer lateral may be coming out of the house and that does intersect the path of whatever trench you're trying to do, you can go ahead with the, with the white mining process, identifying where you want to go. You can utilize the vacuum excavator in that area as well to either find that sewer lateral, lateral or just go ahead and dig the trench with the vacuum excavator while the trencher is doing the, the longer mainline irrigation system or, or whatever the trench is used for. So there's a lot of different uses for how a vac's used on a job site, but then it also opens up a more diverse world for contractors. So mm -hmm. what that is, uh, traditional trenching uh, customers may have the trenchers or the, the mini skid steers with the trenching attachments on there, um, but they're looking for other opportunities to grow their business. And the diversity that a VAC brings to the table really helps enhance their opportunities. And there are situations where a trencher may not be the best choice. And there are situations where a VAC isn't the best choice, but with a vacuum excavator, uh, you can park it on the street and string out hundred feet of hose and never touch the yard. So if you're, if you're a landscaper and you want to get to a flower bed, but you don't want to upset the grass because it's just rained for two weeks, mm -hmm. a vacuum excavator is a, is a good spot there where you may be utilizing the trencher on another job site. Both of these pieces of equipment are very diverse and uh, are very capable of continuing to be on the job. So these, these two pieces of equipment are very rarely just sitting in a customer's yard. Um, right. They're always out on the job site and the bidding opportunity with both of these equipments is, is great. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about the state of the industry. We're going to go more general here. What do you envision the rental industry to look like moving forward? And what innovations do you think will take the industry by storm? Yeah, so we believe the industry is, is regaining strength um, after COVID-19 mm -hmm. situation. And uh, we, see, we see growth in the, in the rental industry and opportunities. Um, just like we've talked about today with many skid steers and vacuum excavators, um, you know, understanding uh, where those could benefit you, you know, like I said, the Ditchworth dealer can help you work through those scenarios. And, uh, you know, we, we foresee, you know, the industry innovation to continue towards um, more zero emission machines. Mm -hmm. You know, due to the regulations that have recently came out, and uh, you know, just Ditchwich in general, always looking for you know customer feedback and customer innovations to help move our products along, and we continue to innovate every day. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You know, there's there's a lot of exciting things going on in the industry with uh, the infrastructure bill uh, in process. A lot of opportunity out there. A lot of opportunity not only with the infrastructure bill but also in the residential areas as well so we're we're very excited about those opportunities um, on the vacuum excavation side they're becoming 
almost family known um, items at this point. You know, you see a skid steer on the side of the road, you know what that is, you see an excavator. Vacs are on the job site more and more across the world. So it's becoming a more household common thing rather than just what's that thing with the tank on it. Right. That's taking place. Rona yards are seeing more opportunity to bring those in as as your you know everyday people as well as contractors understand what the use is for that vacuum excavator. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you guys have some really incredible products that are aiding job sites, helping rental business owners increase their business. But I'm curious, how will Ditchwich look to have an impact on the rental equipment industry in the next few years? So Ditchwich traditionally, as Brant pointed out just a second ago, we, we really focus on customer feedback when it comes to innovation and new equipment. So we not only work with contractors, but we also work with rental industry and, and others to ensure that we're providing uh, the right options, the right equipment for what their customers are needing uh, at the right price point, as well as um, just making sure that if there's a maintenance issue or if there's a, an additional benefit, if this feature was added, we could get more out the door. So how Ditchwich can help is just continue to communicate with rental yards and make sure we're providing them with the, the um, product that not only they need, but also their end users. Mm -hmm. That communication is key for sure. Um, so what is next? I want to know what's next for Ditchwitch. Is there anything new and exciting that you can share with us? I know you just talked a little bit about future products, but what is on the horizon? On the, on the vacuum excavation side, you know, we're, we're always continuing to innovate and get product out the door. Uh, we recently introduced the HX line of vacs. That was actually back in 2018. Um, that was completely customer driven improvements on those machines and we're continuing to uh, bring our fx product line into the hx we recently last year introduced the hx 30g uh, which is a 31 horsepower gas unit it's a really good price point for getting into the vacuum excavation business and hydro excavation uh, so we're continuing to uh, always get innovative and customer features into our equipment yeah, and then compact equipment market, uh, we've launched the SK3000. Um, we're seeing an uptick in demand from a rental yard, seeing benefits of that full-size stand-on skid steer with, uh, you know, that 360-degree visibility. Uh, our customers are asking for more. They want more out of our stand-on skid steers. We're starting to see, you know, that SK3000 uh, in the rental yard industry and, uh, they're starting to, to see the benefits of, of having a, a larger stand-on unit that's more capable of uh, lifting more product, putting more horsepower to the ground, and uh, you know having that visibility that mm -hmm. a traditional cap skids here doesn't have. Well, it sounds like you guys have some very exciting things on the way, and I know I will personally look forward to seeing what happens with Ditchwitch in the next few years. Um, I thank you so much for joining us. That is everything I have for you. So you guys were great guests. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having us, Alexis. Really enjoyed the conversation today. Thanks for your time. 
And that is our show for you today. Thank you so much to Chapman and Brant for talking with me. And make sure you tune in every other Wednesday for another episode of Rentals The Bottom Line on 4constructionpros.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you can stay on top of the bottom line. Thanks for listening, everyone.